Welcome to the Soul Stories podcast series with Michelle Ann, where ordinary people share their extraordinary stories. Grab a cuppa and join me in a heart-filling journey of self-discovery, where my guests will share how they overcame adversity, embraced their spirituality, and allowed their true light to shine. Looking for inspiration, guidance, and tips to find your true passion and purpose? You are definitely in the right spot. Welcome to the Soul Stories podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Ann, and today we are up to episode number 14. We've had a little break of guests at the moment. I've been really missing the podcast, and I'm excited to finally have an amazing woman to interview today and to share with you guys um, her journey around the self-development and self-love, and she's got a beautiful story to share. So her name is Virginie, Virginie Fortin. I say it like that because she is French. Um, I love her accent. And I met Virginie, um, I never know how long because time doesn't is not a thing, but I met her through my sister Diane, and um, Virginie ended up becoming one of our VIP clients. So we work quite closely with her, um, helping her in her personal and her business as well. And I've just watched her flourish and grow and have some huge ha-ha moments. And I just love it. And I do love your story of self-love. So I can't wait to share that with everybody. Um, But I might pass it over to you just to tell the listeners a little bit about yourself now, and then we'll um, go back and have a chat about your um, journey. You've had breast cancer. So I'd love to hear a little bit about that and the breakdown of your relationship and all these events, plus I'm sure a heap of other things has led you to where you are now, which is from what I can gather when I around your presence is just pure self-love and self-acceptance, because I think that's what a lot of people in this world are missing. They're missing that self-love yeah so yeah if you just want to tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and then we'll go back and see where that came from how did you end up with that beautiful self-acceptance thank you uh michelle is um it's a pleasure i always dreamed to be interviewed i was like oh (laughs) (laughs) manifestation is called apparently (laughs) it is called manifestation and it's and funny I said ooh la la because that's um, Virginie's business name, ooh la la consulting. Oh, yes, it's my it. daughter came with, with, with the name and um, it was like um, my crazy bits coming. Uh, what about me? I arrived in Australia when I was 20. I, um, I'm a normal kid, family of four. Um, came to Australia um, for studying, international business, um, always follow my heart. Um, I write my book last year because my dad said, what do you think your kids thinking about you? And I thought, they love me. Of course they love you. I love uh, it. Uh, they, I never thought of what my, think, my kids would think of me. And because I started the book, I'm saying I've got five kids for four different fathers. Wow. Um, I have survived breast cancer and I've been in Australia for 30 years. Um, I deal with the Hague Convention uh, for abduction of a child. And Say that again. You did what? I deal with the Hague Convention What's because that? my child was abducted by a father. Back to wow. France. Back to France. Back to France. And a weekend access on the fr- uh, Saturday. Sunday, 5 o'clock, she was supposed to come back and she never did. And I didn't see her for three months. Oh, my goodness. She was two years old. Two? Yeah. That was my next question. I was going to ask you how old she was. Two years old. Wow. Old. And um, are you tired yet of hearing my story? Anyway, my dad was the reason that I write my book. Um, and it was the best therapy because COVID for me was a blessing because yes. it made me stop. I was always a busy one. I had five kids plus two of my ex-husband. They say a family of seven. Um, let's just imagine always busy. And my ex-husband was in the army and um, he was doing some army reserve. And that's how I was holding the fort. Um, most of the time on my own, which I love the challenge. Um, I never been a homebody, like when people love to be moms and staying for coffee or 
mother's group I was like what I'm doing here I was like I am normal I was like always too busy and I said I can't sit for hours looking at babies it's like come on let's do something yes you're a go-getter for sure yeah and I was like oh what's wrong with me so I always ask what's wrong with me and people like in family, I was always like, they called me the grasshopper because I couldn't stay on the same um, spot for five seconds. I love that. And, um, yeah, the grasshopper. <laughs> and this is my grandpa used to call me. And always, yeah, go, 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 go. Mm. And at some stage, I just like, how much collateral damage can I do? Because, mm. yeah, I'm a mother of five kids where they think uh, – and I was coming from a good place. I, I didn't think I was doing anything wrong. And I was blaming everybody else in what was going on. But I think I also wanted to save everybody. All the people that I choose to be with yeah. had more issue than I had. <laughs> and it was so easy <laughs> to say, I can help them. Yes. And of course, not wanted to look at myself. Yes, it's easy, isn't it, to look on the outside and see everyone. And they do need help. That's, you're, not, you're not incorrect there and you can help them. But, yeah, often um, as healers and coaches, we have to go through our own thing before we can then turn and help others, and, which and is I how you've been through. Yeah, and I didn't think I, um, yeah, I, I thought I was doing the right thing. And I've been having conversation with my parents through Skype in France and, um and we do the best of what we're doing at the time because it's the best we can do at the time yes. because we don't have the resource or the knowledge to do any different. So it could be through our education, through our parents, what they did, um, through the words then our parents told us and we believe or we create in our own head. Um, a lot of the things when I write my book, I realized then, I didn't find myself pretty. I thought wow. I was really um, ugly little duck. And I thought my sister was so pretty and my brother was so pretty. And I said, I'm really the daughter because I don't look anything like my parents. And I find my parents beautiful and my siblings beautiful. I look like my sister. <laughs> and you, and I said, you said your sister's beautiful. Yes, and but I never believe I was beautiful. And I was talking to my parents, and they were one sentence I always say to my kids: "I say, oh, you are beautiful." Yes. And my parents still say, "Don't tell them this; they're going to believe and have a big head." And I do understand where they're coming from because you don't want someone to believe they're always beautiful, and or they can be beautiful, but it's not just what they find them. And it doesn't define them. No, it doesn't. But it's also good to teach them self-love, which is what you're doing. Exactly. But I think in this way, they say when they were telling me, don't tell her she's beautiful, I took it, then I was ugly. They never told me I was ugly, but this is the way my sister and I took it. Yes. And this is what happens as childhood is we get these stories in our head and it's sometimes not even actual words that were said to us. It's just the story we put around it. So because your parents never said you're beautiful because I didn't only because I didn't want you to, they thought they were doing the right thing at the time, thinking yeah. that they were going to um, not give you a big ego and, and all that. And then you've come out of it with the story that I'm ugly. Isn't that yeah. amazing? And and from that, I, I have, my dad is like horrified to feel like that's what he did 50 years ago. And oh. I said, don't worry, dad, I'm 50 and I find myself beautiful with no breast. With yeah. no youth, with grey hair, and I never feel so beautiful than now. I love that. I love that, that you feel that way. And you are beautiful. Like I look at you and think you're beautiful, but you're <laughs> even more beautiful when you actually say that's what you feel yourself. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and before people told me I used to have a nice rack. Oh, um, because rack. I was, yeah, because I was like so tiny and with this big, I saw D boobs. I say was like up there, and I breastfed my kids. I say I think every Brisbane, all my friends saw my boobs because I breastfed them until they were three years old, and I didn't care. I was like, Poof. and um, yeah, and, but I never believe it defined me either. I never use it as a power. Yes, but I think it was in some way a power. Even if when I shaved my hair, I think some people say, oh. Even if when she shaves her head, she's still beautiful. Because she's got big boobs. 
yes, and I had big boobs. <laughs> but they didn't see me. They just saw the outside. Yes. And whatever I was doing from the outside, they always look at me as beautiful. But I never feel it this way. And I say, well, I can have my gray hair. I can have no hair. I can have no boobs. Mm -hmm. I feel now beautiful. Wow. And what's the biggest thing that's got you to that place? Like I mentioned a few things, a relationship breakdown, you lost your sister, you've had cancer. Well, I think the first wake up was just like going through my journey. Never stopped. I said never never heard of personal development, mm -hmm. um, never heard of self-improvement mm -hmm. um, because it was really something, oh, do you, what, who do you have, to, who have time, time to do that? <laughs> who has who time? To go to the gym. Oh, she's got time to go swimming and like she should clean her house instead and changing the linen and do the window. And I was like, Pfft. <laughs> because this is the education you have to have a perfect house you know yeah. how to book you have to and I was just like my education was when you receive people the house has to be spotless my mom is the sort of person the cleaners coming and she's going to clean until 11 o'clock before the cleaners coming this wow. is my... and that's what you were brought up around yes yeah. and uh, and I said like uh, how to do your toilet I empty the bowl of the water of the toilet to clean the toilet what yes this is the way my mom teach me to clean the toilet that's the way I clean the toilet empty the bowl yes to clean it and to put some product to be always sparkling clean toilet but it is like people say, what do you do? I said, I don't know. This is what I do. And for me to try to stop, like Diane said one day, don't make your bed. And I can tell you, I was so uncomfortable with this. Looking at myself in the mirror, oh, I didn't like it. Every single thing each time I do and work with you two, uh, I feel so uncomfortable and say, I don't like it. I don't like it. Yeah, pushing but, you out of your comfort zone. Yes, but keep doing it. I laugh now. It's like, oh. It could be so, how silly was it? How hard was it? But I can tell you, it was really uncomfortable. Like writing my book, it was really uncomfortable. I think I never journal until I write my book. That's how I make my wow. journal 50 years writing my book. And it was really uncomfortable to write it. To read it again was really uncomfortable. And one month, I didn't want to touch it. I yeah. didn't want, um, because it was my story. I said the... The point, I say, with no value of people who don't know me, it's just a story. Mm -hmm. It's my story and is important for me. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I use it as a who I am, as simple as that, what I'm coming from. And maybe the next book will see be more of something than people can use as tools. And but I think your story is one of the most powerful things that you can share. I'm more inclined to pick up a book like that, like way more inclined to pick up a book that's just someone's genuine, authentic story than a self-development book. I actually can't stand self-development books to me. <laughs> like they're like, that's work to me and I don't want to work. But when you read someone's story, you are getting all their lessons and their life and everything they've learned, but in a way that is not like a self-development book. You, yeah. You're receiving it from their eyes and you're watching their growth. So your book's called Virginie, which I love your name. It's, it's beautiful. And it takes the readers through, does it, I still haven't got my copy. I put it on my, just put it on my get to do list. I've got my get to do list. When we, in front of me. When we go to the next retreat, I bring some. No, I'm going to have one. Yeah. Bring some to the retreat. I'm going to have one before then. Cause I'm ordering it as soon as I, cause I'm really, really keen to read it because we had a healing together. I did a healing on you and all this stuff came out and the, you had a copy of your book and I just yeah. the little bits I saw I was like oh I'm really interested because I love people's stories it, it fascinates me and that's why I did this soul stories to find out you know what how people got to the way they are now because yeah. it's just amazing the different journeys and lessons that you learn what's your biggest lesson do you think like what what's your biggest lesson through that journey that's come out of your book Just be you. Yes. And I think at the end of the story, uh, I just copy um, something for Facebook, a text when there's a story where the mom say, um, I used to worry about everybody else. I used to take all the 
try to help everybody else and do everything for everybody else. And the day I decide to stop and just to, if people want advice, they can come to me. I'm not going to res be responsible. Although, like I said to my kids, I'm not your punching balls. When you are frustrated, yes, I'm always going to love you. And my house always going to be open, um, but I'm not responsible for your action anymore. I give you everything I knew, and um, and it was not maybe necessary. Um, and that's what changed it for you, because yeah, yes. you realized you didn't have to do it for everyone else. You just had to accept yourself as you are. Yeah, Virginie, full yeah. stop. And I love that. That's the name of your book because that's exactly it. Accept you as you as you said. Gray hairs no boobs, whatever, you're still beautiful. Because it's not even about the external for me. Yeah, it's about and, your soul. And, and the beauty, I think what I learned is I always take the pictures of um, getting, I was giving, giving, giving. And I think the day I realized that I didn't want to be here anymore. I was at work, I was, all my kids was falling apart. One had anorexia, the other one wanted to kill himself. My family was falling apart because I decided to bury myself at work to get money to be able to leave my relationship. And suddenly I was leaving them at home and they were falling apart because I wasn't there. And mm -hmm. I, I thought I was doing the right thing because I was preparing for the future of our future together to leave this relationship and I was like oh no I need to be home wow. I need to be home with them and when at work was like not doing well uh, the kids even if work didn't listen to me and I said I can't do it and when I left they employed three people to do my job wow and I was just like I, I can't do it anymore and I went to see the doctor and I said I'm tired yeah. I'm tired and I just need to sleep for a week and I would find and the following week I was going back and crying and she said you need to take some tablets I said no 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 I don't need to say just let me and after the following week I still couldn't sleep I said and I, and I took the tablet and I went to see the psychologist for six months and after three sessions she said and the tablet helped me to to reset, I would say my body to sleep and just to have a pattern. I say, okay, I finished. Can I stop the tablet? No, you need to wind off the tablet now. <laughs> yeah, can't just stop them. Yeah. And there is a time and a place for the tablets. Like. And, and and that's why I I just took it and I follow and I went to see the psychologist. And after two sessions, she said, well, you know what to do now is you on your own time to find the time. And we stopped the session of the psychologist because I knew what I have to do, yep. but I was scared to do it. And that's why I started to do some um, the relaxation center when I, I went to do some course like um, nonviolence communications, Baron Katie course, like what do you think, which is the first time that I heard about self-development. I was thinking of my 50th birthday. I will dance on the table in the valley doing party <laughs> with all my friends, as usually I do. Now I spend the whole weekend doing nonviolence communications. <laughs> Oh, you're actually doing self-development on your birthday weekend. Yes. And I was like, oh, who I am. And who, have I, who have I become? <laughs> yeah. And, and my daughter was funny because she said, oh, mom, you've got all this book of self-improvement. I said, yeah, do you think I read any? But I, I need to improve something in my life, something wrong. And she said, mom, watch this. Um, I think he's a standard comedian. Um on Netflix, uh, someone wrong, and she was so funny. Like, you start to become old when you have self-development uh, book. And I said, oh, no, I can see some young people, and they're just like, they're less stupid than we are. Yeah, the young <laughs> ones I are I getting am? more into it. So what, yeah. what did you have to change up as I called? You were still in the relationship at the time? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. was still in a relationship at the time. And after I went to do the Baron Ketchy course where she asked for a question. Yes. Is it true? Is it really true? How does it make you feel? And um, can you turn around the question? Okay, so is it, what was it? Is it true? Is it true? Is, true? It, is, it, it, true? is it really true? Yeah. Yep. How does it make you feel? Yep, how does that make you feel? And turn around the question. Oh. That's so this is four questions. They had an app because you won dollar ninety nine, And I can tell you, the first three months, I was using the app 20 times a day. 
Oh my goodness. Because each time I had conflict with the kids, with my ex and whatever, with work, I was going back to this. Is it true? Yeah. Is it really true? That's of course like, yes, he's yelling at me. Of course it's true. Yeah, give us an example. <laughs> so yeah. Maybe the yelling um, or fighting with the uh, um is yelling at me is not listening. Mm-hmm. Is it true? Of course he's listening. I told him 10 times to just do this and mm. um, uh, and he doesn't. Okay. Is it true doesn't listen? Maybe he's got a hearing problem or whatever. <laughs> uh, but is it true that he does this in purpose to annoy me? Because that's why the consequences. Yes. Of course, it just like, oh, simple idea. Folding the towels to put yes. in the cupboards. You fold them one way and I fold them the other way. And for me, I think I've got some OCD things. They all have to be online. And I and I and this is 15 years. I said, do you just do it in purpose to pisses me off? <laughs> of course not. He just like so used to to fold the towel in one way, is not a big deal. But for me, it was a big deal. If you love me, you should fold the towel the way I. Yeah. Am. I said, is it true? Then he does it on purpose. No, it wasn't true. Yeah. And I said the first question. Yes, he does it to pisses me off. It wasn't true. How make you feel? Fit me fish. Not really good. It just, he know he annoyed me. This is really important for me. Why he doesn't do it, and that's why I was angry. I was, I didn't feel value, I, and all these sort of negative things. And I turn around and say, "Well, how do you think you feel when you don't fold the towel the same way that he does?" Yes. Yes. Yes, you've turned. I it never the think way. of it. <laughs> yeah, so these questions really prompted that thought process. Whereas before that, you would have just gone on autopilot, hating on him. You know, he's doing it to pee, as you say, pisses me off, and it's all his fault. And then you've used this four questions to flip it around, and yeah. you've realised that well, it's probably just as bad the other way around. Exactly. Wow. And everything it could be with the kids um, yelling at me um, or. And on everything I was asking the question, I was like, oh my God, this is magic. Yeah. And I think just this give me, because you know me, I'm really down to earth. You have to be. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. And I was just like, wow, this is magic. They say, these four questions of Baron Katie give me the thought process. Mm. And my thought was not necessarily true. Yes or the story I was telling me. And for me was a big haha moment. And after that, I, when I feel scared of him because he was yelling at me, does he want to hit me? No, mm. I'm scared of his word, his fear. Mm. The fear, this is what I create. And when I didn't like the way he talked to me, I was like, stop. I don't like the way you speak with me from the clarity. Mm. And I say, I learned also another self-development thing about clarity, energy, productivity, mm-hmm. courage, influence, necessity. You work with these six, six adjectives through mm-hmm. the whole will of life that you've got. And life is beautiful. Yeah, I love all those words. You have clarity and it could be on any part of your... I was confused with the wheel of life, for example, because it was like seven um, slides and sometimes it's eight, sometimes... And I I just Googled it and just like, okay, I had to Google what was chakra. Yeah, we've all Googled what's a chakra, don't worry. (laughs) (laughs) I've even done that myself. And I had to, to Google like um, Wheel of Life. That says they got like a million of Wheel of Life. They got There's always going to be different versions of things, but you're and getting clarity around it. Yes, but you have to find your own Wheel of Life, what is important for you. Yes. And I, after I took my Wheel of Life and I just like, okay, clarity could be on my health, could be on my family, on my relationship. Do I have clarity on all of this? And I didn't really have clarity. They say, first of all, I need to do clarity i need to go back to the basics of my value what is my value what is a value 
Google value. Google, what is a value? Good old Google <laughs> finds everything. And I just did a list and I just read my values. And I remember a long time ago having teaching my daughter what values were. And I said, wow. how could I forget this? She's 25 and I forgot. Then 20 years ago, I was already having the value. And a lot of the thing I realized, then I thought I knew, but mm. I forgot. If I don't write it down, I forgot. Mm. And oh, I don't go to refer. Uh, uh, yeah. And, refer, yeah. and, and um, I just like, okay, clarity. Yes, is important. Energy. If you want to do something and be productive, you need the energy. I say, is your energy come from your health, from your relationship? All of this come from all your will of life. They say, your clarity, you need to put it in all your will of life, your energy, all your will of life, your productivity, same thing. Mm. And if you don't have your energy, you can't be productive. Oh, linked together. And after the influence, the people you want to be around you, they say, finding the tribe, when you're coming from, and it was for me so powerful because we can be from any environment. We probably never be friends if we were outside this community because if we meet someone in the street, we would not um, necessarily have this connection. But I can tell you, after the retreat, I just feel I have connection with all these beautiful women and I love them. I can, I would trust every single one of them with my life because I, I was, it was so powerful. And I thought I find my community through speaking French. And we had at some stage, but all these people, except the, the speaking French, was nothing in common. No. And it was the right group. Then when you go back to what is important for you, it could be art, it could be painting, because you all paint the way you paint with your heart. With your yeah, with your heart. You're doing art. You for, we forgot to do like the simple thing, but as soon as the kids have to do drawing at school. Why? Where is uh, creativity is gone? We mm. don't do any creativity, creativity thing on anything. Yeah. We just stuck on computer on drawing. What is the touching the feelings? Your five sense. Where are they? And 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 go back to basics. This is a, the name is going to be of my new podcast when I get. Oh, excellent. <laughs> We all get to listen to Virginie's French accent. That's gorgeous. And so that's the influence. That's the people you're hanging yeah. around. What was the Different next one? Necessity. Yep. How much, um, because my parents, their dream was to, to have a house, to go on holidays, why they didn't have. And I said, well, for me, necessity, I always had whatever I was creating and I needed. If I didn't have a house, who cares? I'm renting and I'm very happy to rent. Uh, did I have to do I have to buy a house? Um, do I have to have the, the care? What is your necessity? My necessity is my peace with myself and bringing my kids and have this environment, then they feel safe, then they feel loved, then they feel clear, then they feel secure, then they can be whoever they want to be. And I will support them and love them from the bottom of my heart. Mm, and my ex cool. and don't have don't have these old expectations you need to do these great things and you need to do this what makes you happy from inside mm. and that's your necessity yes that's and the, the necessity we create for ourselves do we need i was uh, a friend remind me not long ago i would say i will be happy when i new, have a new kitchen i will be happy when i'm going to have a new things i will be happy do you know what whatever you can give me all the gold in the world i will not be happy until i decide and i find myself to be happy wow that's a powerful statement right there give me all the gold in that world and i still won't be happy unless i'm happy within myself yeah because because that's why it is and i i yeah i didn't have a clue of this it was um they said your influence your necessity your, and you need courage Courage, yeah, lots of it. You need courage a lot of courage. Because it's so easy. Um, to my tribe, my family, like I've got two brothers, one would just love me unconditionally. Whatever I do, I will be always his little sister. Both of them love me unconditionally. But one of my brothers would tell me, really, Virginie? 
wake up to yourself, like stop to be a, wake up to yourself and start to blame. I was complaining to, about uh, how the, the, the separation was painful. And you say, really, what did you expect? To be easy? Oh, it's just hard. He's protecting you, but he's just doing it in a harsh way. Yeah, but like, is, but it is okay. Did I expect to go right? No, that's why I went to a, a good lawyer who will understand what I needed and what we had to deal with. That's it. What will be surprise? Mm. So and, was- and, and he was like, oh, yeah, okay. But sometimes you can say it with glove. Yeah, it's just a different way of communication. So what was the, um, how did you get the courage up to leave the relationship? Was it the self-development, like all that stuff you just told me about, the way you got up yeah, enough yeah. self-worth to do it, or how did that happen? Oh, then did I want my life to live in fear? Uh, yep. Then to live in eggshell and, and my kids. Did mm. I want to show my kids then this is what a relationship is? Mm. That's a big one. And, and I had to, I like, I already had a 25 years old daughter. I already have an 18 years old daughter. How much more when I have my son, which is the way sometimes he talks to me, is not acceptable. I said, do you think it's communication? Mm. Communication is not healing to each other. Communication yeah. is an exchange of information. I say how we can co- try to communicate without yelling at each other, mm. without yeah each other and we just go back to very simple thing we're having breakfast i never thought i would have to be able to have breakfast with my kids in the morning because it's such different age groups they don't want to get up and when i got it i don't know how i did it but i believe i could do it and every morning at 10 to 7 we have breakfast together oh. i bribe them and i say oh we can have croissant, we can have pain au chocolat, we can have bacon and eggs. Whatever you want me to do, I will do it if oh. we can have breakfast together. And now we have breakfast together. And oh, that's together. such a special thing. And we were looking. And we've got maybe one day a week when one has to start at 6 o'clock in the morning yeah. and he's not there. But we still have with the two other one, And it's a special time then we, we talk. And he's... They are such in the fresh mood because they're just waking up. Oh, this is awesome. This is like one thing I never even thought of. Like this, hopefully people can take this and run with it because that's beautiful. You buy buy your your croissant coals on the frozen sections and they're just 10 minutes in the... the, um, I love croissants. In the the oven, they're all full of butter and they're just yummy as... And just the smell of them is, oh, mom, it's so nice. You put them in the oven and you just, oh, that's a special treat. But one day you say, okay, whatever you want for breakfast, I will cook it if we can just sit at the table together in yeah. the morning. And you have your lunchbox ready or whatever, and you will see everything as they fall to places. There's no more rushing or whatever. It's mm. just so because you know me like I oh, you're really bringing me to tears at the thought of this it's and so it, beautiful like you talk about granted I laugh because you know at the retreat I didn't take my socks and I have a scarf and I was like always with jumper and uh, and I said okay let's go to the beach and take off my socks five minutes after I take off myself to walk on the beach I cut my foot with this long oh, self-sabotage <laughs> And I said, and I still keep working. It was not very deep. And I was like, oh, but because, do you know what? I thought that I have to do what, like everybody told me to say, take off yourself to grant. I don't need to take off myself if I don't oh. feel right. And it's not self-sabotage. I don't have to do what everybody tells me. See now. Yes, that makes more sense because you're already grounded. Yes, because if I want to keep my socks is is okay. Mm. If I feel more comfortable to keep my socks, I still can feel the ground. And when I feel like to take off my sock, my, my body will tell me to take off my sock. Mm. But if they told me, I don't want to write in my garden because they got prickles and I don't like to have prickles. And mm. does that mean I need to grind myself to walk on prickles? I'm, I'm, um, no, I want to take care of myself and I don't have the sticky bit on my foot. But and I said, like, the, the cut was not big. And I said, no, I still enjoy to, to, 
to, to walk on the beach. It's not going to um, stop me, but it's for me a process to go through. And is a lot of the time I was like, I knew something wrong, was wrong with me, but I did not know why. Mm-hmm. Because I was going to do the yoga. I was going to the gym. I was going to have fascial. I was doing all these things. I was like, go shopping, go shopping for the kids. Uh, all of these addictions, I was, you can't, when you've got a hole, you can't fill your bag. You can try as much as you can when you have a bottom, your hole on the bottom, which is when you're not completely fulfilled. That's a great way of putting it. You've got a bottom in your bag and you can fill with all the stuff around. It's going to come. It's going to fall out the bottom. So you're just putting all the stuff in to fill this bag and then it's just dropping out the bottom and it's never going to stay full because you're not complete in yourself. Exactly. And as soon as you start to be complete of yourself, and I love the um, labyrinth because it's got one entrance and one point to go. Million, not million of way to go, but they got a very long path. Mm. And it's up to you to go through the path. And you can stop halfway through the labyrinth and never get it. Never go on the bottom. And who cares? It's your own journey. It's your own love. It's your own. But when you get this, when you've got this secret to go to yourself and I was like oh I don't want to be a bab I don't want like I don't like the clothes they're wearing I want to be like sophisticated and I want to wear this and this and this and is it okay do I I am materialistic because I like my clothes clothes yeah and and I am um, shallow because I love nice things Mm. um but are they necessary for me to be happy no but you enjoy them and it enhances your happiness so there's nothing wrong with that exactly it just like um i was i loved your story with your handbag you were feeling it about your handbag but did you get your handbag because you're completely in love with it or did you get your handbag because you need to reward yourself and i just like okay rewarding yourself is no, I'm happy and I just want to use my craziness because I forgot to be crazy and always been. And when I say crazy, no, happy. Happy, In, yes. And free. Free. And I always say a free spirit. My dog is a free spirit. My kids are free spirited. Mm. And it just, you don't, my parents always say, oh, your mold after you was broken. We couldn't have another one like you. Oh. <laughs> and I say, I know, I'm so special. But I was like each time hurting myself, like going like to mischief, like uh, when behind a donkey, pull his tail and receive like the donkey um, heel on my um, above my eyes, and I had like seven stitches. <laughs> um, I had um, yeah, I was always doing things. Nothing was stopping me. I was doing horse riding, fencing. I wanted to be Zorro and, and, and go to save the world. And uh, I love Robin Hood because I hate injustice. And, um, and yeah, and I was like, my dad always told me, like, the world is not a life of care bear, Virginie. Life oh. can be hard. And I said, you know what? If I choose for my life to live with Care Bear, I can just have Care Bears around me. It's what you choose. It's what exactly. you choose to have it. What sort of life you choose. And and I love my work. I've just been working part-time. I love going to, to my work. It's 15 hours. It gives me the pressure of paying my rent because this is... And the rest, I just do my business from, from inside, from what I, what I love to do. And... And it's not going to be perfect. My podcast is not going to be perfect. My photo, what's stopping me to have my podcast is to send my photo. How stupid is that? Really? And I just like, haha, you see where you're coming from, Virginie. It's <laughs> your constant photo. learning curve, really, isn't it? Yeah, and, but it's beautiful when you're kind to yourself. And I always say, be kind to yourself. Yes, this is and, the message coming through loud and clear for me at the moment. Be kind to yourself. Receive. And you just... And just that's okay. And you just your own pace. And when you're ready, 
you will be ready when you jump and it's always scaring to jump and yes and and you jump one step on the tongue and you know you've got your beautiful friends around and we're still nervous when we're doing a talk when we present a book when we're doing a first presentations but you know we know we've got each other's back and this yes. is this feeling is beautiful but you still have some day when we'll crap i have too much red wine last night and i think yes that. and and it is that yeah you know what you're doing to your body you choose you make a choice yep. <laughs> and, yes. the consequences. and it's okay and it's okay to be to be the way you want to be and you just like okay i've got a couple of kilos and but you know what you the right thing to to put in your body and you just like no i don't want this crap anymore i want yep. some good stuff for my body and and you know i went to do um because i need to measure everything that i did you saw the wheel of life that i did on my board yeah then i designed with like pin and numbers and yes. and i said okay when you ask like a, a marks for one to ten how do i do that and i was like huh. You just pick a number and you say, oh, it's five and six today and seven. I said, no, no, I need to measure it. I need to measure it. That's how I went to my wheel of life. And I put all my category and I said, okay, what will be if I'm completely complete and have a 10 for my health today? Yep. So it changes daily for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is cool. Um, but no, yeah, daily. And, but what we represent a 10 in health? Mm. Does it could oh, be... Yeah. yeah, what represent a 10 in my health? I say it's like my morning routine, um, my journaling, my gratitude, um, my breakfast, taking my vitamins, drinking water. I say I've got 10 things, very achievable, very simple. What is it in my uh, relationship? My 10 thing that I, I have to do every day It is saying hello to a stranger in the street oh, that's how i write it down that's a very something something but it need to be 10 and sometimes i've got another one which is for the months which is a little bit deeper than the every day yeah because i need to measure it i need numbers i need spreadsheet like diane say none because you need you can't have spreadsheets. Yes, I can. I'm going to find spreadsheets. <laughs> and that's how you work. And everyone's different. Like, and, and, and that's okay. But for me, I was really excited to say, because it's my morning routine, most of them is eight every morning for my health because so it's my morning routine. Yeah, and, and giving it a number and a measurement allows you to see that you've achieved it. Yeah. If I drink alcohol, is like my my one of my 10 is no alcohol i say if i drink alcohol i don't have 10 i've got nine yeah and if i eat gluten is it is it eight yeah. alcohol and gluten which is cheese bread and wine boom. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what is a hate on my health but is a 10 on my relationship oh, i see i was going to ask you like what happens if you get a low one do you beat yourself up but you look at the other parts of the wheel of life and you realize well you know and i've had a beautiful day in relationships today and i've looked after yes. myself in finances and it balances out yes and that's why and some of the element of my number 10 are also on the other category yep. so i know if i drink alcohol it's not necessarily good for my health but is great in your relationship. Ah, I like that. You connect them across. Yeah, yes. and so with the croissant, yes. like I'm eating my croissant that's butter and gluten, yes. but it's my connection to my children, so it balances the pie out. Oh, this is gold. And and you just like, because life is a pendula. This is another thing, Stana. It's like good, bad, black, white. All of this is always, and the wheel of life, even if the wheel of life is always opposite to each other. That's yeah. a circle. And there's another podcast and I think your life never going to be perfectly run because it's not, it's not perfectly run and your circle can move mm. and that's okay. That's for be kind to yourself up and down, um, positive, negative, um, courageous, faith, fear yeah. is a part of life. How are we supposed to know fear if we don't know faith? Yeah. Yeah. We know both of them and we need to be, Kind with both of them and we need to embrace them instead to be yesterday with the workshop of Louisa she say or someone asked was there Gary was this um, um, older gentleman he asked me to marry him I was like ah! 
<laughs> and um, he was saying, I, I write it down in so you give me $200 to, to repeat when I'm going um, to say. And I say, fear and faith are two things that we can't see, but you must believe in it. Mm. Both of them, faith and fear, yeah. you can't see them, but you believe in them. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, and it was a, oh, this is gold. And for me, this is what speaks to me. And now I'm just so excited in general of, and I still go with like my up and down, I'm human being. And I just like, oh yeah, no, I don't, I'm not feeling pretty today. Oh, I should do more and I should do that. And now I'm just doing, I know what is right. Like work, what is work? What is my career, my professional? Is still my list to do because I love my list to do my list to do is that <laughs> and but I don't feel bad when I don't that's the main do thing that you I, I, I just like oh, yourself and by for me um Diane I, I know like did a lot of things say what you did but for me just to tick my boxes is like wow I did so much already mm. And, and, and for me, it's not a negative, but I, I, I suppose it's because I'm a half full glass. Yeah. Girl. That's what you said. Half yep. glass, glass full. half full. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, that's why it is. is, is um, that's why my aha moment was working with yoga ladies. It, this, this, this retreat, this, um, when I started the first school, I was like, I'm lost. And I was talking about that. So, I'm still on 23% with Diane work. I'm stuck on something and I don't want to go to the next one until I finish this one. <laughs> and I said, oh, yeah, you can go to the... I said, nah, I need to go through this one. Yeah. And um, again, it's a journey. It, it, exactly. And however we get there, we get there in our own own way. Yeah. But oh, I'm really glad that's changed and helped you grow and learn and become like that beautiful self-accepting person that you are. I'm dreaming about croissants now. Thank you very much, Virginie. <laughs> I've, got some pretty, I've got some pretty deep questions for you, though, at the end. Well, before we do that, so your book's called Virginie and yep. um, your business is Ulala Consulting. Yep. And you told me you're getting your website built. That should be up in the week. So do you want to tell everyone what your website name is going to be? Yes, it's www.virginief.com. Yep. So Virginie, V-I-R-G-I-N-I-E-F. Yep, dot com. Um, and you can get the book. Um, they will have the link of the podcast was coming. And I, the link to buy the book. I'm doing also, because I think the first stage, I'm doing some decluttering workshop. That's how I go to your oh. place to help you to decluttering your place because could be anything, it could be your office. I love organizing people. I love connecting, I love boxes and I love square things. I love spreadsheets and I love to, that's it, this is my passion. It's like, I'm doing also bookkeeping. I'm a bookkeeper by trade, but I, not to be a bookkeeper every day. Yes. Just to give you the starting point and the organizations and I will follow you for you to do it or to pay someone to do it. And I yeah. Get someone for four hours and I, I put you in connection with people to help you. But just to free your time yeah. and to organize, to have the freedom of what you want to do. And I think the first thing to do is decluttering to live a simpler life. Mm -hmm. because, and I think you can see like um, I listened to Lucia and she go to your wardrobe and check all your clothes. And um, you go to all these different people, tell me, open your pantry and I will tell you how much uh, old spice you've got and never use it for the last seven years. And when we have the challenge of decluttering, I was like, I move and I didn't have anything in my house. That's it. Yes, I, I remember we did soul school decluttering and you said, I've got nothing to declutter. I just and, and and I started at some stage to go shopping again and mm -hmm. to do that. And I was just like, not long ago, I just went back and said, no, I don't need this, 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 this. Not and necessary. I, I didn't. I had. I, I. I thought I would never be able to live with five uh, towel. That's all I've got at home. Five towels. So you need. Well, we are five of us. 
And I say, when they wash one and they don't dry and someone's coming as a guest, I didn't have a spare one. So I bought beach towels that I can use it as a spare one, but I didn't go back to buy more towel. Good on you. How many, how many um, um, tea towels do you have? I've got, I just cleaned mine out. You'd be very proud. <laughs> how many do we need? Exactly. Yeah, you I'm, don't. But when you do buy, you would buy like 10 of them. It's just like, no, I don't need it. Um, and just go back to very simple, back to basics, very simple. And when I help you to decluttering is I, I explain you the system of your paperwork. When you've got paperwork everywhere, like at some stages, how many books do you put notes on? Yeah. I've just got I mean, the one. Book notes and just you put them everywhere and you don't know where they belong. Mm. So really structured. It just makes, it does. It makes life simpler and then frees you up energetically for what you really want to do, your passion. Yes. And really when cool. you start to decluttering, when you start to have simple things, and I was like, oh, I need this. I can't live my life if I don't have this because a lot of things was at the family house and I couldn't get them. I need my one farm. I say, really, Virginie? things the kid's not going to open the um, the top and it's going to be all moldy and sticky and whatever do you really want your warm farm yes i do want my warm farm and he just like do i need if i really want it do i do i go to buy it do i really want it yeah and it just makes you think of all the things and i just like okay let's go to sleep a week or two that's what i want let's go to the in two weeks do i still want it and yeah. stop because I'm very impulsive. Yeah. And then after that, you can make your decision. Yeah. Because if still I want the warm farm, I'm going to buy a warm farm. Yeah. Well, if you want it, then you want it and you get it. That's amazing. Yeah. That Does he, does he bring me happiness? Yeah. And, and, and I just thought, okay. I love like the Marie Kondo. Does it bring you happiness? No, thank you. Get it out. <laughs> get it out. Yeah. All right. So now we're going to get our deep questions. Are you ready for these? Yes. So, Virginie. What, what is the soul? What do you, how do you explain the soul in, in your terms? The soul for me is a part of a DNA that we all have through generation of generation of generations then traveling. We are survivor and we'll go to different body to learn what we have to learn. Oh, bit of karma there. So what happens after we die then? We go to another body. So straight away, do you think? Or do we go off some? No, no, no. We go, we, we travel, we go to see things, to learn things, to, we, we I don't know. We, 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 we travel, we never die. Yeah. So it can, it just died, you know? like some people told me then, um, I'll do my thing. Thanks. Sorry. Um, we had, um, yeah, the soul, we never died. I say it just move. Do you know when people say we've got the old soul? And I believe also the, the nature around us, the animal around us have soul. Mm. And I, I watched the, what do you call it? The um, dog journey. Oh, when okay. the, then the dogs always come. The soul of the dog come to your dog. And, and I believe also for, I believe then my new animal is the soul of my old dog. I, I thought that with mine too. It's funny you say that. And, and, and I, I believe there then it could be a dog, it could be a human. And do you know when people say, oh, you've got an old soul and like the deja vu and a lot of things I can't explain and I don't want to understand. No, I just, we don't need to understand it. No, nah, and it's just too complicated if you want to. But I, I believe the soul is we travel through it and we learn and, and we connect. And the world is so small, like being in Australia, the connections that I can make all around the world is... That's why the world is very small for me, is wherever we're going to be. My daughter told me one day, Mom, it's just so hard to leave the cousin back in France. And why, why do we have two houses? And I said, well, 
the world is not a house. We, we don't belong anywhere. We belong everywhere. Mm, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, I love that. So and what do you know for sure? I know that I know nothing. <laughs> Very smart woman. We don't, yeah, we don't know anything, do we, for sure? We're just guessing, I, I think, a lot of the time. But And, and, and one, one I, I think I write it in the book, is one very strong um, song. Then I, my parents have been married now for 61 years. And I did, for their 50th wedding anniversary, um, a movie, slideshow, etc., and I just asked them the old song when they were young, and and the kids and grandkids and etc. And one of the my dad and I asked my father and my mother, "What do you want to put behind this image and represent you?" And it's this old song of um, an actor, the old actor is dead now. Um, he said, "I know that I know nothing." Mm. when you're 20 you think that you know everything and when you got 30 you you know what love is yeah uh, and yeah uh, and you say but you know then love is beautiful and he say and i come now to 80 and i know that i know nothing yeah that's so cool and and his song is just like all this step of a life of 20s of 30 you go through your life and yeah think and you know we, and then come out the other end and with nothing we, we know there's not so much to learn but um yeah and it just i didn't know after my study then i have to study again i i thought my journey of learning stopped because you're doing your degree no work and but this is in my head because personal development or something, and you call it like this, or you learn, you learn through your books. And I never read until I write my book. Yeah. And and this learning or audiobooks or podcasts. Constant just learning. Constant, yeah. isn't it? Always and, learning. And and even if when you, you watch a movie, you can watch two or three good movies. They, they bring a message. It could be the Matrix. It could be the Star Wars. It could be the dog journey. It could be like the cartoon you watch. You always get a story out of it. Mm. Mm. And the podcast you listen to. Yes. Is, um, but when you listen to songs, songs bring me happiness. Songs bring me messages. Um, not all the song, but some of them just, and some of them, sometimes you need to rest and you just need to be happy with a bit of the song. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That is so true. It's amazing. Oh, so many enlightening words from you today. I've, I've got heaps out of that. Like lots of little tidbits of ways of looking at things that I hadn't thought of before. So yeah, I really appreciate your point of view on all this. And I'm sure everyone else will be having some aha moments through when you're saying things of like, oh my God, yeah. Like like we we learn these things like the wheel of life and what we should do and gratitude and learning, but having someone else's point of view puts a whole nother spin on it. And I feel that's what you've today really covered a lot. And it's your spin, which is a different point of view to how I looked at it. And now it's given me a different um, perspective, which is pretty cool. So I know that people get a lot out of that. I really appreciate it. And I'm going to get off this and order your book straight away. <laughs> I want to hear about your um, romantic love life in France. <laughs> I'm excited. The first page I opened to was something about Someone, Jean -Marc. Jean, Jean -Marc, my Jean -Marc, love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love. Like, okay, I got to get this book. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I'll get on. Yeah, no crunchy or whatever. It was just um, actually the, the father of my first child um, said, "You can write whatever you want." And when he saw it published, he said, "Oh, <laughs> yeah. Whoops, I changed the words. Maybe don't <laughs> should, write whatever. I, should I read it?" And I said, yeah, "Yes, yeah. because I learn." The book is not about you. It is about me, what I learned from how did you want to love me if I didn't love myself? To yeah. Start with. yeah, that's exactly And I think right. that's why the, the conclusions of all my lovers is how they're supposed to love me when I didn't love myself. Some of them wanted to love me and I didn't want to. Ah, there you go. 
Oh, it's going to be as simple as that. And it was not about them. It was just about my journey that came from it. Yeah. But thank you very much, Michelle. It was such a pleasure. And uh, it just gave me confidence for me to do your own podcast. Yes. And also to teach what worked for me because a lot of things didn't, and I'm learning every single day from all of us from, um, Mandy through Shazam, and I'm learning from Diane, I'm learning from you, I'm learning from Natasha, I'm learning from Claire, and I apologize, I'm learning from Jody with a podcast, from Lisa in, in Tasmania. I, I'm learning from everybody, and I apologize, and from, yeah, from Pip, from Marisol, from the whole from, time. Yeah, from, from all of them, and, and from the bottom of my heart, from from Lisa, would just give me a, a book of a mother-in-law, which is unbelievable about Australian history. And and I just, uh, I, I feel so rich just of this relationship, and I've just been so fortunate, and I just, I love my tribe, I love you guys. <laughs> we love you too. Thank you so much, Virginia. It was great to have you, and um, I'll be sure to, post up some posts when I get the book and share it with everybody. Sounds really good. And I get my act together to post my, uh, to put on my online, my, um, I think it's online. I, I, no, I don't know. Uh, but to, to have my website up and yes. running. It'll be up within the week because it's on my yeah. podcast. You have to have it yes. done. Yes. I'm exactly. waiting. All right. Thank you so much. Bye. Thank you. If you have enjoyed this podcast, then I would like to personally invite you to my next workshop, The Six Steps to Soul Success. In this four-hour workshop, I dig deep into self-love, finding your true passion and your purpose, and teach you how every single one of you is destined for great things. You just need to trust the universe. These workshops are run online and face-to-face, so head on over to my website, www.thosetwosisters.com, and register for your free ticket now.